Sunday. This is one of those days. The day of rest. When you wake up. The time for reflection. The birds are chirping. To take stock. You're smelling the clippings <laughs> off the lawn. Except on Triple A. The Gem, the newest and most exciting prize and rewards program. The Gem is giving away even more. Thegem.com. This is the Sunday Rub. For Reed Hot Water and McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Haven't we saved the best Sunday afternoon for the last one? It's perfect weather at the MCG. Carlton up against Collingwood. 95,000 fans expected. And it's pretty simple for Carlton. They win, they play finals. And for Collingwood, if they lose, they play Richmond here next week in the first final. Or if they win, they are in the top four. That's how much is on the line today. They haven't played in a final since 1988. Everybody talking about it is the talk of the town. We're going to get into it for McDonald's Room Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. I look around the box and there's some excited players and there's excited coaches, former players, Herald Sun, alumni. And you've got Wayne Carey, the boss of everybody. G'day, guys. <laughs> how are we? This was a... Uh, oh. It's a pleasure. It's a privilege. No pushback there it's, either, Brent. It's actually a privilege to be here today and be watching uh, this game. We've had some rippers on Sunday Arvos, haven't we? But the amount of crap we've been talking before coming on, <laughs> I, when, when, I, when you just played the opener, I thought, haven't we already done half an hour of the show? Felt <laughs> like we've done half an hour, Duck, but uh, a man that I love spending Sundays with for the last couple of years, and if he did start to coach again, I'd be disappointed because we'd lose him for the Triple M box. He has been the doyen. That's Ross Lyon. I'm all in. I'm stereo Triple M. I'm Sunday rub. It's the highlight of my week. Can't wait to get into the conversation and dissect what's going on. In the AFL landscape, very exciting, Brownie. Even the landscape as well. Okay, yeah, so I uh, say, what did I say? I lamb. Said, I thought you said I landscape. Said and a man is just taking it all before him. He's calling everything on the planet. He does the first crack, the last crack. He's on Fox Footy, Triple M. He's Saturday mornings, and he's about to call NBL as well. He is everywhere at the moment. A bit like Eddie Maguire, but his name is Lee Montagna. Hello, Brownie. Now I did get a little bit emotional just coming into the G today because I did reflect and thought this is the last Sunday rub for the year, and we welcome you into the Sunday rub team this year and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it but like with all teams you get to the end of the year and you start to think is this going to be the same group next year because you look around mm. and Rossi might be the saviour at Essendon we'll get into that <laughs> Ducks investments might <laughs> take off and he might retire and go into the sunset and enjoy his last and you might summers. be running Fox Hill Channel 9 the way you're going you are ready Jay-Z's on track to be the Chief Herald Sunrider he might be too busy for us so I just want to savour these next five hours with the group that we've had this year because it's mm. been such an enjoyable year and really want to cherish the last uh, last yeah, week he did, have the, he did have the little job wrapped up at one point yeah. Didn't he? And uh, he could have been coaching out here today. We could have been speaking to him. But a man is doing a fine job. Every article he writes, I read. Along with yours, Duck, as well. You write great articles. But Jay-Z Clark. Uh, thank you, uh, Brownie. It's been an extraordinary week. Like, uh, the, it, of the past 20 years, I reckon this this week has been as tumultuous and as dramatic uh, as any. But I feel like we're going out with a bang today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just from the past, glint. what has been said over the past 20 minutes <laughs> off air, like anything could come out. So I'm really looking forward to it. I spent early part of the week going through our Every Hitcher Caravan for the year, and there were some sensational ones. And there were some other ones. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, listen at 2.15. To, at 2.15, we're going to play the highs and lows of the Hitcher Caravan. Matty Haywood's done a sensational job. It is fantastic. And the sponsor? Everything Caravan and Camping. You know, it, it took us a while to sort of tie the bow on that sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. We got there and it's been a sensation. I know you're aiming to be the boss of the Herald Sun, yes. but the, the current boss in there certainly uh, didn't miss many yesterday, did he? And uh, I was Friday night. 
Robbo? Yes. Do you mean? Yeah. What happened? It very, very. I missed a grab. it. Have yeah. we got any grabs? Or? Uh, I don't think we've got any grabs. He went Caro, did yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. They, they've, they've fallen out or something. Oh, or... Caro well, didn't seem to think so. She thought they had a what really he, good relationship. What, what about? I didn't hear yeah. it. Can you summarise it for us? Yeah. Or, um, Jay, or? Oh, no, yeah, what happened is much. on... Um, you on, can't on, say it. If, no, no they, it's, it's part of my intro with yeah, Jay. Okay. okay, so fo- on Footy Classified, uh, Carolong. Wednesday night, yeah, Footy Classified. Yeah, I always want it. Never yes. miss. My rating. Yeah, Never miss rating. it. It's a juggernaut. Who, who's on that? You are, Ross. Oh, Ross. It's, on a little, <laughs> it's on a little bit late for me. <laughs> <laughs> if it was on a Saturday night, I'd get it. <laughs> You're a good listener, though. <laughs> Caroline Wilson said that Mark Robinson is pushing for James Hurd to return as uh, as senior coach, and that uh, it was a bit of a campaign. And um, oh, and then Robbo went back and said, "Look, you know, just just doing my job, just um, reporting the facts." And then they sort of got into the "I like you, do you like me? I don't like you, I hate you" sort of stuff, you know, which right. sort of bores everyone probably from a, a media perspective. But anyway, that that's on while, for young and old. While we're on that topic, yeah. Can we talk about that now? The Bombers? Like, that, yeah, no, we'll just the, – the James Hurd in particular. Mm. I love Hurdy. Mm. He's one of the best best players I've seen during my era, along with Voss and Buckley and yep. a heap of others. But how can people even be considering James Hurd for a coaching gig, given that he hasn't coached a team for seven years? He's been a part-time at GWS over the last year, so he's popped in there for a, a couple of hours and it's grown to a couple of days in the last – um, what half of the year? Yep, that's all that he has done in terms of coaching. He was at the snow prior last to week. prior to leaving <laughs> prior to leaving the coaching brownie. He still wasn't a proven AFL coach, so he was he was a start he was a startup. He and and prior to getting that gig, he never even did an apprenticeship in terms of an assistant either. So he's basically been in charge of a team for what two years, yeah. two well, years, although, and then no. that ended. And although Jay said right. He James did have did. a good win-loss record early, did he? And he won 13. I read your article. Won 13 of 16 games in 2013 before well, the injury crisis. Oh, well, well, yeah, two, two stuff <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Is that when the supplement injuries kicked in? It got a bit funky. <laughs> so, so do you link the performance with the supplements or you think that's unfair? Is uh, um, well, in their, their performance-enhancing uh, stuff? Do you mean? Well, no, just the peptide program. Because um, they all put on the size and started to pop out. Oh, I bet I'll bet it's judgment I said we're going out with a bag. But what I'm. It's, it's so you, Most people think that it won't happen, but you're here saying just, that it might. I, no, I'm saying I just can't, can't believe that people are discussing that it can happen. Don't get me wrong. If James Heard decides that he wants to coach again, right? Mm. And he goes through a process, and what I mean by a process, become a full time assistant again for another two years. Do a two year or even a three-year. I mean, the, the great Michael Voss was a senior coach, went back and did about yeah, another I think six he, or seven I before think he, he could do thing. it. Brendan Goddard was very positive about him. But I don't think we can separate and not talk about Essendon and the political landscape and really the backroom boys of Essendon and the boardroom split. That, that's what I'd like to dive into a little bit. And we've got Jay, the man to guide yeah. us through. So it, it was Kevin Sheedy's radio rant to have Alistair Clarkson go to – North Melbourne and also Tasmania, was that a mistake or well, was that something that was that wasn't a mistake. intentional? Kevin doesn't make mistakes like that. Do you that think was that was calculated. intentional? You think that was intentional and calculated? Well, Damien Barrett said the first thing, that was the moment the Cam- Clarkson camp yep. went, we're out. The day before he crossed the board. Mm. With Dave to, Barham? Barham. To, and he would have known Barham was going to pursue Clarkson and what it would mean for Rutten. So he really jumped off the coach. And let's go back to the appointment when Kevin Sheedy come in. I'm here to support Rutten and oversee footy 
And there's an inverse relation to success with the amount of ex-footballers on the board. They've got Madden, they've got Wellman, so is it, and, and Sheedy's Sheedy. there. Have they got it? Is there one more? Mark Harvey's there. No, no, but on, on the board, board oh, right? The board. So what they're doing, I don't know. Name Geelong's football director. Uh, they don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I was out going. Yeah, that, but that's the <laughs> point. But we go, oh, Sean Wellman, and then at St Kilda, you can name him. And the, the bigger, better clubs don't tend to have football directors. But what you're saying, it was intentional so, on the yeah, radio. So, from me, my read, because the back room, and I, I understand the push, and within the industry, there's a lot of chatter about her. And I, I think he could do it. But Kevin, that was a calculated. He crossed the floor one day next to me, turned on Barham, and because it cost any chance of Clarkson... To pave the way for Heard. Well, that's my read on the situation. Well, we've got Kevin's comments, so we'll have a listen to him. I think Clarkson could be a person moving into North Melbourne, and I wouldn't be surprised to take him down to Tasmania. We just don't know. You know what's in other people's thinking. How seriously do you take those comments, Jay-Z? Um, or do you take it with a slight grain of salt? I think they were bizarre comments. Yes. I think they were absolutely bizarre. I don't know really what Shetty was doing. Potentially, there, there are... He's people, a board member. Let's be honest, none of us have worked in a hierarchy of a football club, Ross has, and yep. this is his read on it. That yeah, sorry he, to cut you off. He, there, thinks, he thinks that it's calculated Deliberate. to get James Hurd in. Well, you th- do you think Hurd is coaching us next year? Me, yeah, I think it's more likely than unlikely. Yeah, it's, cool. that's unbelievable. Like, I think, I, but I think Barham will go through a process and review, but I think in the end what they'll come out with... Hurdy's the man. Well, the culture keeps going out there, but there's a lot of backroom people that have been there a long time inv- involved in the footy administration and recruiting and list management. That all rolls on. But that wasn't all that rolls the, but wasn't this the line in the sand at the board to stop this? We're going to review each other and we're going to keep it internal and we'll keep bringing our people in. Wasn't that part of bar taking What's over? What's our the, people? The, well, then they review it themselves and they've got all the Essendon people around, as you mentioned, at the footy club. Well, the part net. of Barham taking over was we want an external review. It's yes. a line in the sand. Enough of going back into the past and all those sorts yes. of things. So, that's exactly yes, right. Dave Barham, if they, if they even consider to put James Hurd in, and let's, let's be facetious, shall we? Why don't we go and get Mick Mouldhouse and Dennis Pagan? I mean, you've got Ross Lyon, the best coach in waiting, still sitting right here next to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're saying you're going to go and get someone that hasn't coached for seven I, years. I think what, <laughs> what? No, but no, I think no. do it. what you couldn't underplay here, just, just this one thing on this, what you couldn't unplay, to bring back the dark cloud of the supplement saga of that football club, I would find the most extraordinary decision in football of the past 10 years. Like, I just the best thing Essendon did was try and move on from that saga. But so you could argue he didn't have the best chance to coach because of that saga. And if he's cleansed himself, not a bad he, idea. And he's learnt. I, I I think he's entitled to coach again. No but, one's saying he's not entitled. I'm not saying that, Ross. I'm not saying that James Hurd can't ever coach again. Yeah. I would love to see him coach again. I just don't think that after having a, a hiatus like he's had that he can walk straight, straight back in. He's not that good. We don't even know whether he's good in the first place. We've got people like you that are good and, and you're not even being Yeah, but everyone times discussed. comes and goes. Well, right? that's what so, I'm saying. So surely oh. with a seven-year seven gap... He would have to do a little bit of an apprenticeship before applying for a senior job or getting a well, senior Barrett job. Well, Barrett said, Damien said, we think there'll be a challenge to bar him already. Yeah. Yep. He said there's forces moving out, name them. They're a club that hasn't been over to – when Eddie went in, he unified Collingwood. The back room, the coteries, the powerful, 
the money men that put in. Carlton's had the same problem. Until you can get unity, already that board split. So Sheedy's got control of the board at the moment, no, according to Damo. Yeah, well, based on his vote. So he'll, he's got the footy side that he walked and left, hasn't he? He's got Wellman, uh, Madden. I mean, they're, they're just ex-footballs on the board. With, with respect to those guys, I'm not sure what they bring to the table. There's too many out there. And then <clears throat> he, he controlled the vote, didn't he? Sean Wellman's a finance guy. Um, uh, Simon Madden has been quite successful as well. What's business. he done? Um, I'm not sure what he's done, Ross. But so, I think he's been successful. Jay's he's won next, a few flags. Yeah, the great. next question is what happens yep. with Ben Rutten? Well, we're waiting for something today. What, yep. what, what's the latest? Yeah, so they've had an off though. Some of them, some of the key bow brokers, board members, and CEO Xavier Campbell gathered at the club this morning, then went to an off-site meeting. Um, I would be shocked if they don't put out a statement saying that um, Ben Rutten will be moved on as coach and that tomorrow they have a press conference and we'll begin the search uh, for a new coach. So I think that Ben Rutten will be officially let go today. Uh, My read on things, I think there's some heavy discussions going on at the moment. Why didn't they put a bullet in him on Monday? They should have. It's absolutely what they should have done. They left him 48 hours without speaking to him. It was really, really poor. And the players, make no mistake about this, Dyson Heppel, the captain of Essendon, went barham so hard in that internal meeting on Friday, he really called out the sloppiness and shambolic week of the, of the, of the board's decision. He talked about care and honesty, integrity, what, you know, the pillars of the football club, and uh, the players feel like they've been almightily let well, down. And they, he doesn't even know what he's doing next year. The captain? No, he doesn't. So, well, I said to Lloydie on TV, we are talking about in the off of the Gold Coast. Dyson Apple's been there for the last 10 or 12 years. Been through, why wouldn't he take a fresh start and enjoy his last couple of years on the Gold Coast with a vibrant young list, lead them and have a chance of being successful? I he, said he should go. He loves the club too. I actually don't think they can it. afford to lose him, to be honest. I don't think they've got a great leadership group. They're young. They've got talent. We know that. I think Merritt's you know, an up-and-comer and he's a, he's a gun already, but uh, you've got Parrish and these guys. But when I look at Heppel, I, st- I still see him as the leader of this footy club. And I and unlike others, I think he is still in their best 22. I think he can play, yeah. yeah. But I think, let's I get think back Mason to- Redmond's their best leader. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, I think he's tough. Have big. you ever coached Brownie? Ever? No. Well, let's sign Brownie up for Essendon's coach. <laughs> <laughs> Under but, eleven netball, we've been going pretty well though. <laughs> can, can I ask, can we, can can I ask you, Ross, yeah. quickly? What have you? What did you make of Essendon's performance this week? Oh, Their decision making. Yeah, it's been hard to comprehend. I, I like what Barham. You know what? I've had enough. I, I don't agree with the internal investigation. I, I you know, so make the move. Bang. And then from there, I, I don't understand even Ben, how he, at least Freeman will call me and said, you're gone, done, within an hour. <laughs> I got the call, 8.30, I'm going to have a coffee, Harley Benalla, you need to come in. I knew what was going on, I rang my lawyer, and he said, just listen. I knew my contract was watertight, so I was sweet, and they said, yeah, we'll cut the check, oh, but can you help us, we need six months, those sort of things. So I was like, yeah, I can work with you, and it's done. And I said... They, I didn't even do a joy press conference. Is that when you went, went to the park in the Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because, Remember the yeah, the great. Well, I'll tell you why I went there, because I've camped out my place. Yep. So the media advisors say, mate, get them off your doorstep, do a presser, don't do it at your house, and you've got to feed the beast. Once you feed the beast, that leaves yeah. you alone. The biggest names, the biggest games. Some blokes are quick, but they can't play. <laughs> so <laughs> Triple M rocks footy. 
Jay-Z's big three, we've already done one of the points that you were going to do, which is Essendon. But I just wanted to talk about Ross because there's been a lot of stuff about coaches during the week and some blind sides. Now, hang on, speaking of blind sides, this is one. There's been no heads up on this. <laughs> so this is oh, the blind we're opening side, up Ross, our so. shoulders today. That's okay. Yes. I'm ready to go. We are opening up the shoulders. So this is when you left, and obviously you left you, un- where? you understand more than anybody what's happened this week in AFL football. You're the only one that's coached in here, so you know how how hard it is. And and uh, the rumours and whispers that go around. But you left St Kilda, and I, I was doing some uh, a top five Now, that's Friday. an institution that sacked a few coaches. Doing the top they five Friday. Me, I, so I did some research, <laughs> and uh, I thought that the the news breaking of this, uh, particularly, <laughs> I, I found one on Channel 10, and they certainly didn't miss it. Let's have a listen. First, the coaching defection that's left the football world gobsmacked. Ross Lyon has been paraded in Fremantle colours just 24 hours after walking out on the Saints. To help join the dots, we're joined now by 10 senior football reporter Rob Waters. And Rob, where do we begin? Well, Helen, uh, it's been a stunning series of developments. Lyon had told his management to get a deal done at St Kilda, then, without their knowledge, struck his own at Fremantle. A deeply wounded Mark Harvey has been knifed in the back and the reeling Saints have to pick up the pieces. Now, I raised my eyebrows. They got everything right. The fact that you asked St Kilda for a deal, they couldn't get it done. But knifed in the back was a little bit harsh for me. Strong. Well, I didn't sack Mark Harvey. Correct. <laughs> exactly. I didn't say It's a bit like, who's sacking? Is Alistair Clarkson put Rutten under pressure? So how did it end at St Kilda? How did you go in and tell the St Kilda Football Club that you were moving on? How did it end? Hmm. There's a lot of background to this story, but uh, we haven't got time for that. Really simply, I rang Michael Netterfield and I said, I need to see it. The he contract got... offer? What contract offer? There was no contract offer. Not before, no. And when did the contract offer come? Oh, when I was on Gone. my way into Malloy in the city. And Joey, you played a part in this? But hang on, there's a day before that, I had a conversation <laughs> I've got to be careful here. <laughs> I, actually, I don't have to be careful about anything, but um, there's a lot of noise about, oh, it's a long story, this one, yeah. but um, I, I'd, I'd committed in my head to St Kilda without an offer, and I, there was a lot of noise about Melbourne approaching me, and I was getting terrorised in SEN, and um, Craig, uh, Craig had said, look, just take the one year, see it. Well, I already had it. Just do the year and then we'll get you to GWS. Craig Kelly. Yeah. And I was like, uh, man, I've got three kids under five. One year. Well, I had a year to go. Yep. We couldn't come to terms. And uh, that had been going all year. So, uh, and then it was a lot of, we had a meeting at ESP and I was like, and my wife was in there and we said, oh, is Melbourne interested? And he said, no, they've got no interest, which I'd had Rusey saying they want to talk to you, Gary Lyon and all this because well, let's, I'll get to the crux of it, right? I changed, I had an older, Damien Smith who managed Paul Ruse and Timmy Watson, and he was an older chap, and he rang me and said, mate, this is getting messy, I can't do this anymore because it had gone on for so long. And Soss was great mates with Craig Kelly, so he organised a meeting. I said, yeah, we'll go across. So then Craig took it over, and the first thing he said, can you bring in your contract, So your current contract? So I went in, and they went through, and they said, oh, you know, you've got a clause in here where you can, you can exit. You can just give notice for three months. And I said, yeah, I know, but, you know, I'm never going to use it. And he said, oh, next minute it was in the paper. Without your knowledge it was going in the paper? Next minute it was in the paper. Don't know how it got there. And that's how Fremantle, Steve Rossich went, oh, Rossline's got an option. 
so that, that he can exercise and leave. Good story then. So Steve Rossich, uh, I was coaching St Kilda. I was living in Temple Star. He reached out and said, I'm in town. I want to meet. I said, mate, I'm not going anywhere. Like, he goes, I want to come to your house. Just let me come to your house. I was like, yeah, okay. So he come to the house and he put, he went through it. I go, oh, this is big. I said, oh, you've had a lot of injuries. Half's going all right. He goes, oh, you know, it would be no surprise and all that. I went, oh. Anyway, I dropped him back at the real. I said, thanks, mate, but no thanks. And then we went on, uh, and then we lost that first final because we'd won our last 10 out of 12. That's still a top four team then. And, um, and we, we lost and still hadn't come to terms. And then um, we're going to Reva to have our break, the, the players' break up, right? And I'm with a close friend who did the board, and, got, and Rossi rang. And uh, I said, mate, I'm going to have a drink. And I'm, like, yeah, I'm coming to town. And I said, look. Don't worry about it, mate. I'm fine. I'm not interested. And um, so then the negotiations with St Kilda were just breaking down. And, um, you know, so I had a meeting with Craig Kelly. And Melbourne in the background were coming, like, for Paul Ruse and Gary Lyles. But I asked Ned, and he goes, no, they've got no interest. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, no one's got any interest. And we knew that wasn't quite the truth, me and my wife. And then we went there, and he said, look, don't worry about it. Do the next 12 months, and then we'll look, try and get a GW or something like that. And I went, yeah, no problem, right? And I walked out, and my wife said, this is bullshit. And I said, look, relax. It's, it's all good. That's what I'm going to do. So I then, and there was all this noise on the radio about Melbourne, and the club was under a lot of pressure. I walked in. I drove down. I said to Michael, look. And this is a bit not many people know, and hopefully Michael remembers this. And I said, look, I'm not going to accept what you put there, whatever it is, or, you know, because it was, but I'm going to do my 12 months. And he, he said, Ross, I don't think we can do that. What do you mean we can't? He said, no. I said, well, I'll have a think about it overnight, and you have a think about it overnight, and we can't come to footing. Well, we'll say, I'm out. You, you're not going to accept Exercise that. the clause. Yeah, were they, you know, and I went, so then that night the, there were some articles in the Herald Sunday Age because basically I'd, I'd made myself vulnerable because I committed and then there was this, oh, Ross has been greedy, Ross has been off at 800000 There had been nothing to the point and I flipped out and I ran Craig Kelly in the morning. I said, they can't be trusted. I've had enough. I'm out. I'd rather dig ditches. And he goes, settle down, settle down, settle down. And I went, right. So I went into my lawyer and said, um, mate, I'm done here. And on the way in, that's when an offer come in, interestingly enough. <laughs> from Steve? No, no, from St Kilda, which I didn't even look at. He said, what's going on? I said, look, I've had in this. I said, this is what's happened. I've had a gut feel. I've done the right thing. I felt I've been turned on. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of in my head done. He said, well, I said, look, there's an interstate club. Um, that's interested. He goes, you sure? Are they tie kickers? I said, I don't know. Here's the number. And Steve took the call and said, look, we'll get back to give us. And then he spoke to Steve Harrison Bond. No one else knew. And then they said, we'll come back with an offer 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. You know, so they, they come back with the offer. And I said, they said, no negotiation. I said, I don't want any. It was fully guaranteed. It was... And then the St Kilda offer to come in and the quantum, but mentally I was out. 
because of what had occurred. That, that's the exact truth. So then the process was they wanted to do it at the same time. I felt a bit uncomfortable, but they didn't want to risk whatever. And then I rang Michael Nettify and I said, I'm coming down to see you. They had a board meeting. He said, what's it about? I said, oh, it's not good. He said, oh, it's okay. So I walked down. I had a letter. I'm exercising my option. And he goes, I'll oh, sit down. We can talk about this. I said, I'm, mate, I'm done. And I walked out and that was it. There you go. Fascinating. Mm, I'll it up. Fascinating. That's the full story. Nice one, Ross. And you said, Jelly? just to clear up one thing, can I say, you, you said, um, you said they said you, they can't do that. What did you mean by that? Or No, he said that yeah, we can't do as that. In that was on the, we won't survive that. I, just I said, on a figure. Just on no, a, no, no. A one I said, year deal. I said, one year left. No, well, I, won, I said, I'm going to just do the last year. That's yeah. what I'm doing. He said, we can't do that. Mm. And I said, well, what do you mean? I've never thought about not coaching St Kilda. Yeah, well, I, I don't. And were you dealing just with Netafold or the board? My just Netafold. CEO, because then the story that my, my part in it, and I'm, I'm sure I've told Rossi's story, I was the first one to find out. So I know exactly where I was sitting. I was at my apartment in South Melbourne. I got a phone call from my dad at about 6 p.m. And dad goes to me, has Ross Lyon left St Kilda? So I got no idea why. He goes, he, goes, he was at the pub in Ivanhoe drinking at the Rhubar, <laughs> and he was with Mark Harvey's best mate just by chance. And mm. Mark Harvey had sent a text to his best mate and said, Ross Lyon's just taken my job. And sent it to his mate. So dad's rung me. And I'm like, what? So I rang one of the board members and said, what's going on here? And they said, they had no idea. And they said, leave it with us. And then the rest blew up from there in the next yeah. 24 hours. And so from mine, it was like prelim, like stuffed it up. Got it a little bit right prelim. Got a lot right. Oh, nine. Needed to execute. Ten. Won the last 10 out of 12 play finals. I thought... What more can I do here? St Kilda was a juggernaut, an absolute juggernaut. But, you know, I couldn't get uh, – Knights get sacked, paid out, and they had a history of sacking people. I thought, what is it, you know? So, look, I, I wish things were different in some ways, but in a lot of ways it was, it was the right thing. Can I ask one question? Joey, what do you think? Did St Kilda make a huge blue? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They slaughtered it. Yeah. Now you can stream every AFL match live with Triple M footy. What an absolute belter! Just download the listener app and select Triple M. Collingwood Carlton at the MCG. What a beautiful day. It's going to be 95,000 people for McDonald's Room Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. The gym, the newest, the most exciting price and rewards program. The gym is giving away even more. Thegym.com. Okay, let's get straight into Jay-Z's Big Three. This is Jay-Z's uh-huh, uh-huh. Big Three. Oh boy, Brownie. Uh, said that today was going to be a massive show. Fair to say it's got off to not a bad start, don't you think, uh, Jay? Well, we've long, already eh? done one of your big three, so we've had have that. And uh, Ross, it's almost the, the biggest one we've had all year. Yeah, that, that was sort of never beheard stuff. Honest, never been heard stuff before. Never beheard. Never been heard. Are we, are we about to go into the Triple M contract negotiations? Because was that Ross, a pun? Never been heard. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm just very hanging good, on. Ross. I'm just hanging on, uh, Brownie. It's fair to say. Right. Richmond's win last night. I know um, that um, there was a huge focus on the Bombers and Ben Rutten's in tears after the game and then Dyson Heppel's calling out the board and Michael Hurley saying we've got to crave stability with something we haven't had throughout my career. It was compelling stuff. But on the other side of this coin was Tom Lynch starting to look like... I know we've been saying that Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron are the best key forwards in the competition. Tom Lynch last night, uh, Joey, looked like the most informed key forward in the competition and then comes off late with a groin injury. You know, there's obviously a bit of a strain there. He'll get scans tomorrow and, um, you know, he'll do with the week off and then come back for the first uh, final. But he was in outstanding form. And for a Richmond side that you just sort of feel has been going from second gear to third gear, have they absolutely timed 
their run right because the Tigers with him in that sort of form and Dustin Martin to come back into the team, they look like a powerful unit again. How far can they go? And and how good is how good is Tom Lynch going at the minute? Well, right now Tom Lynch, I think, is the, the most informed player in the competition. He's kicked twenty, what twenty one? He's kicked twenty one goals and taken nineteen contested marks in the last four weeks. I mean, it's it's Wayne Carey like numbers to be fair, and he's done it for a month, so he will head into the finals as the most informed player, and then that's a pretty significant factor for Richmond how far they can go. And, and you're right, really, since round eleven, I think, well, you did the stat the other week. They're third on the ladder if you take, and their losses have been by less than a kick, so less than six points. The four losses they haven't they done. Have a lot wrong. They haven't done a lot wrong. They, they are ominous. They're going to be scary to play against. Uh, and I'm sure if Collingwood lose today, they're going to be worried playing Richmond in the first final. Yeah, they've got some X factor, haven't they? That's what they've got. And uh, th- th- that defence looks solid. I mean, imagine, and they've got a, a few keys out. I mean, Dusty and Grimes, <laughs> at two pillars at either end, um, are huge outs. And Grimes isn't going to get back. Dusty gets back, even if he's 60%, 70%, sit him forward. He's worth two goals, isn't he? Yeah, the, recruitment, the recruitment of Robbie Tarrant is now looking like genius because they've been down a couple of defenders so far this year. And look, he hasn't been the best player for them, but he's been solid. He takes a really good forward. Holds it up, yeah. um, and he does hold it up. He, I, but early yeah. on in the season, he was carved up a little bit, but as the season's gone on... Yeah, the I was, ben Rutten has just been sacked as a coach of Essendon. I'm sorry. But it has just happened at the Essendon Football Club. Um, he will not be coaching. Uh, ben Rutten will not, in no circumstances, will be coaching uh, Essendon next year. He has just been let go. This is a board decision. Uh, they are looking um, for a new coach next season. It has been an absolutely shambolic week. Um, Essendon has just released a statement following this news. It says that. The Essendon Football Club's Board of Directors has today made the decision to part ways with coach Ben Rutten. They've terminated his contract following the board meeting. Uh, New President David Barham acknowledged the difficult time for Rutten and his family and thanked him for his services to the Essendon Football Club. We know this has been an incredibly tough time for Ben and his family, broadly the whole club. We wish to thank Ben as well as his wife Kylie and children, Jack and Bernie, for their contribution. Ben's commitment and care for this playing group was second to none and we thank him for his dedication to what we recognise is an all-consuming role as senior coach. Uh, Finishing up, the unfortunate reality is... At various stages this season, we have simply been uncompetitive. And while we acknowledge that we have an emerging playing list, we were compelled to make the right decision. Last one, our members and supporters do and should expect better from a proud football club. We appreciate this has been a difficult chapter for our club, but as I said in my presence address pre-game yesterday, we will be a bold and courageous football club again. We need to return to being a successful football club. David Barham, the president and the CEO, Xavier Campbell, his future, is also up in the air. will address the media at the hangar on Sunday afternoon. Who would take that job? You've got a guy that's in, new in the job, second year, took him to the finals in the first year. They've had a, they have had a, a poor year, but two years into, into his coaching career and they just do that to him and the treatment of him. So if you're a coach, if you're a young coach, now, Ross, it'd be different for someone like yourself, but if you're a young coach coming in, let's say an Uze or or whatever who's being touted as maybe GWS, but any of these guys, you'd be sitting there going, why would I take this job? Mm. If if we have a bad year and a half, they're going to offload me. My take is they want an Essendon person. So that's the vibe, isn't it? With the Coteries, the ex-champions... And an old, and an old so it's Solomon and just quickly, McVeigh. Jay. In all due respect, I know you came on there and you know, like you know, breaking news. You know, 
we, we pretty much knew what was going to happen. No, we, <laughs> we said that off the top. Can, can like you, a I, surprise. That's the piece I just don't understand. Was it a surprise? Given the, the five day, the week, was it? the the scenes in the rooms after the game with the family, the because the site AFL environment is all about workplace safety, psychological safety, support, support for players, and you know, um, well being. But the senior coach seems to sit outside that bubble. I completely agree. In what's happened this week, other clubs may not be, but it has happened this week, and I feel like they've kicked him out the door um, and they've given. But to him be one honest, the there's out. media commentators all year saying they need to replace Ben Rutten. That's not shy, is it? Like Ross, um, we've asked you this before. Does it? Does it we'll interest you? Again. Does we'll it interest you? What? <laughs> I excuse. If you're the... talking about Essen, I really believe the vibe is it needs to. They want and need, but. They just need to get unified because the board, the football people on the board come back with a report that backed in Rutten and the football people. So that wasn't taken. So the people empowered to make football decisions, they need to leave. To be honest, if I'd have been a part of that report and then they they, they did what they did, I'd just pack up and go. Because Josh Marnie, but David Campbell. Yeah, who else? Madden? They were all aligned to it. Yep. Pack up and go because you've made clearly – Poor decisions. I, they just need to get unified. They need a clean I, out, according to you, yeah? I'm not saying – I just think they need unification and – Alignment. And if the people have been tw- – it can't be the coach. It's been Knights. It's been Hurd and Thompson. It's been Warsfold. And Rutten, and we're in the industry. We hear it. I, they don't develop them well. They don't coach them hard enough. They don't communicate. It can't be five coaches. No, it's the culture. And Joe Watson yeah. said that last but night. But what's culture? How Simply do so- how, how we do, do things on a daily basis. So you say they want an Essendon person. That's your that, belief. Do you think that's what they need? Well, do you think it's the right choice well, for Essendon or do you think they need the to get right outside the It's the thing if you've got people who've had success at Essendon want an Essendon person. And if that's going to unify the club, well, good luck to them. But there's Essendon people who've been sitting there. What people don't understand, all the supporters and that, that the money in football and football department rolls and the snouts in the trough... That's the reason it's so political, because people fight hard to protect their snout in the trough. Joe, Joe Balsay brought up last night, it was a really good point. It's almost a messiah syndrome. They expect someone to come in and go bang straight away, take them straight to the top of the ladder. I mean, it just doesn't happen like that. No, they've got it, work. It's got, Joey's bullish on their work. list. A lot of hard work. Ben Rutten's comments were fair. Last but, he said, it's just a club you just got to get to work, roll the correct. sleeves up and but, work But in hard. saying that, stuff we've seen has been fixable. Mm. Like... The defensive elements, uh, uh, there's been some terrible games. Is it fair to say we sat here this time last year and spoke about Collingwood in the same way? The fact that they just lost their coach, they'd lost their president, the club was on its knees with all sorts of dramas off-field. Um, Jaden Stevenson, uh, Adam Trelaw, that was all coming up. They'd been up. the grand they'd, finals they'd prelim. they up the draft and all of a sudden you sit here today going for a top-four spot. So it can turn around quicker than no nah, no i think they're different they played in the grand final prelim buckley was right they had one bad year but they'd stayed in that over control the ball what's coming to fix them has been their style of play style of play there was no there was no how they had a lot of injuries last year those kids got development in them and everyone knew dacos was coming they had kids they had some good kids they knew that they got a healthy list and their core is rock Essendon did play they got a graders Essendon did play yeah. soft last year yeah, but they got a, they got a, who's a, 
A grader, you go, well, Moore's an A grader, Howe's almost an A grader, Pendlebury's been an A grader. They've they got some A grade players. When you go to Essendon, who jumps out as an A grade? I think Stringer at his best. I don't think Barrett. they. Ha- I don't think Barrett. they. I, I don't think they have a bona fide A grader at the moment. It's like St Kilda playing Geelong. Everyone up in arms, and then you go, well, who's St Kilda's A grader? Maybe Steele. And then you go, well, Geelong. Oh, they had Blixeff sitting on the bench, and they had uh, there was another A grader sitting on the bench. You might, Stewart. Uh, and then you go, well, oh, they got Hawkins playing. They got Cameron playing. Yeah. Selwood, oh, Dangerfield. Yeah, Duncan. Duncan. They got seven or eight of them. Like yep. sometimes, they, there's too much credit given to coaches. Triple M rocks footy. That was stunning stuff. Big news so far today, Jay. Yes, uh, Essendon uh, has sacked Ben Rutten. As we said off the top of the show, uh, Brownie, uh, it has officially parted ways with Ben Rutten, the second year in charge of the Bombers. We all probably thought this was coming, but they have officially moved on. So they will continue... Uh, or they will start the external review and appoint a new coach. Goodness knows what they want or where they're looking. They said a couple of days ago they're, they're completely unsure what they want a new coach. So it's going to be an interesting um, couple of weeks for the Bombers, and I think there will be more casualties here. How, how accurate do you think Damo is there will be a challenge? They're marshalling for it. I think it's certain. Absolutely certain. I think that um, there are people who are really unhappy with how the board has acted and how they've treated people. I think the players are completely off the place and it is a crucial four to six weeks for the Essendon Football Club. Makes it hard for them to recruit players, to get players to their football club at the moment. And North Melbourne now have the luxury of having Alistair Clarkson there to try and work with Zerha. Jason and Francis is obviously there next year as well, but having Alistair Clarkson there now just shores up the recruiting part a little bit. I just want to say, Jay Z, I reckon you're one of the first. I'm just looking through. Don't you love uh, Twitter and our Uh, news here? Like every one wanting to be so channel seven went with it 11 minutes ago then someone else to another media but john routh 12 minutes so he was one minute behind seven and you had fox at uh, eight minutes so they're <laughs> you know like you've got all these people that are tweeting that ben rutten has been sacked it's like so we yeah, believe jay-z to be the first yeah day. we know already we know you don't have to keep tweeting that he's uh, been sacked. And so Damo was I the think first it, Friday, so Jay-Z was the first yeah, today. Yeah. We got, well, we got well, actually, and that's I, why I, I, think... I knew Wednesday that uh, Clark Owens. And that's why I think he can ascend. <laughs> he he can... Duck told us he's... Friday he'd get announced. Jay-Z can ascend to the throne at Herald Sound. Yes. He keeps delivering. I would have right? thought so. So who, who do you, who, whose moniker do you go under when you break these sort of things? Is it Triple M or the Herald Sound? Oh, I don't, I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. You're working for Triple M yeah, today, so I'd imagine I'd say Triple M. It's the end. If you and Giles is listening. <laughs> uh, Choice guys, Hotels but, need a break book direct and say with Choice Hotels yes. Hawth- Hawthorne Duck I- Hawthorne Duck extending its lead by 17 points over the Western Bulldogs we know that Doggies have to win today to have any chance of making the eight if the rug gets pulled out from Carlton but Hawthorne leading the Bulldogs 17 points in the second All right, quarter let's talk some footy for today and assistant midfield coach from the Collingwood Football Club Scotty Selwood joins us on the Sunday rub a few rumours about that maybe Sam Walsh isn't going to play today Today, that must make you smile a little bit, Scotty. It does. It does help. He's a very, very good player, obviously. So, um, I mean, with him saying that, though, yeah, they're obviously going to throw the kitchen sink or whatever they can do. So, if he's out there, we know that uh, we expect expect his best. Scotty, we hear every week in football, oh, it's just another game. It's just another four premiership points. It's just you know, just another day in the season. Is it? Is that the feeling you're getting down in the Collingwood rooms right now? That this is just a normal game, or has this got a special vibe about it? Oh, it's special for sure. Like, I mean, to be a part of these, this club and, and also go against uh, the Blues in such a big match, we know how important it is. So um, we just try and take the result out of it and just look back at the process. And there's still things from last week that we wanted to get better at and we were probably a bit slow and boring. And 
Um, it's, we just weren't us, so we just want to re really focus on the way we want to play and make sure we do that for four quarters and hopefully the result takes care of itself. Very cliche, sorry boys. No, I liked it because <laughs> I had my question lined up. It's all about learning. So what, what did you learn from last week? But clearly slow, slow and boring ball movement was the one. But Yeah, mainly just on that, like we, I just thought our contest balance was really poor. So we got stuck in, inside the contest and they on the outside. So when we did try to spread... They're already on the outside and uh, we couldn't spread to anything. So hopefully we get better contest balance around the ball today and um, that'll allow us to actually win the next phase. That's generally what we've been good at all year. Stoppages aren't really our thing. It's more so about trying to win the next phase of it. So that's what, you you know, hopefully I'm looking for in the box today. So just on that, stoppages aren't your thing. So you're just as happy to put the pressure on if they get first possession and strip them and go. Yeah, well, they're quite good at first possession and stoppage clearance. So as long as there's high pressure on it and, and we've got our extra number back and supporting the play, uh, we want to bounce off it as quick as we, we can. So as long as we're only on the outside, we can effectively play the next phase. But, um, I mean, if we get caught inside and, uh, and we don't do that well, then they're going to own both. So that's going to be the challenge for us. And, Scotty, we saw last week without Jordan Degoe in the midfield, just took away a bit of that sort of dynamic ability to get to the outside, obviously back in today. From your perspective, what you're seeing, how important is Jordan to go into your midfield? Yeah, he is critical. I mean, just the different things you do, and it's probably the attention that he gets from the opposition. We tried to play Nick a bit as a mid last week with Joshy Carmichael, and probably found having two kids in there with Trent Bianco on the wing. Uh, they're going to be great players of the future, but at the moment, we probably just went a little bit too young, and against Sydney's quality mids and uh, and their big bodies, we we couldn't quite generate the way we wanted to. So getting those guys back in and getting a bit more maturity through the mids uh, is probably going to help us a bit today. Scotty, what about Jay Z's man, Scotty Pendlebury? It, it just seems it seems you're trying to you're trying to phase him out of the midfield, and now whenever you no. sort of get into a little bit of trouble, he goes straight back into the midfield. Where? Where do you see him and what sort of role do you see him playing through the finals? Yeah, well, where does Jay-Z want him playing? What's, what's <laughs> yeah, his Scotty, I'll tell you, I'll answer the question for you, Scotty. He, he plays solely in the centre square. Basically, he's the guarder, the keeper of the centre square. He doesn't let the opposition in and whenever the ball goes in there, he's the, who's the man whose job is to funnel it out? How'd I go? Oh, mate, I don't think I could, say, could have said it better myself. So, well done, mate. Effectively, that's it, really. Like, he's our corridor mid and... You know, he's the one that controls the whole play, controls our, our defence and what we're trying to do in that, what phases. So he's excellent. He's, he's had a really good year. His numbers might be down, but it's not the way we play anymore. So I really love the way that he's had the attention to detail in, in his role. No, his numbers are still good. I've checked. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Fisher's still one of the best kicks in the competition. Hey, what's the mail on Sammy Walsh, Scooter? Is he, uh, what's what's your intel saying on him? I'll apologise for Jay there because we've already uh, asked you that one, uh, Scotty, haven't we? Oh, sorry. No, no, we? that's all right. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry. I'm keen to hear from you. You guys probably have more gossip yeah, than we do. Yeah, he's so. not going to play. Yeah, thanks, do we know why? So I was talking to the producer. Please excuse me, Scooter. We've all done that. He's broken his big story today Sorry. about Ben Rutten, so he's pretty happy with himself, Scotty. Oh, yeah, that was, real big, uh, that was a real big surprise. Hey, Scotty, all the best today and for the Get finals for the Collingwood Football uh, thanks, Club. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. Scotty Selwood's here. The biggest names, the biggest games. Please just call me the Oracle from now on. Triple M rocks footy. It's the greatest footy player the Sunday rub has ever seen. Well, actually, where he's walking, I dominate it. <laughs> Against the greatest coach the Sunday rub has ever seen. Outside of Ruzi, you're never safe. I coach every week like it's my last. The greatest minds of the Sunday rub. A current Sydney Swan whose first name is also something used in the sport of jousting. Duck, duck. Pole. <laughs> Go head to head in the Sunday Rub's greatest segment. I'm not sure whether the quiz will be back next. <laughs> it's the Sunday Rub Pub Quiz.
grand final. It could be the final quiz today, uh, but uh, Matty like Hayward's Matty done Hayward, that. Beautiful. Brilliant. He's, he's the best in the business. Matty Hayward are putting those two together. But this is the grand final. Duck, who answers the most questions. Mm. Ross, who answers the least questions. How do I get here? I'm not sure. It could I'm be 07, sure. Geelong. How do we get here? Okay, so Jay-Z's gone out for a phone call because he's very busy at the moment. He's breaking stories. Uh, So there are lifelines, and they've got you as their lifeline. How many lifelines are they getting? Two each. Two each. So out of the the ten questions, you could probably answer four of them. So Jay-Z is out. Come on, Rossi. I was going to give you the the selection, Ross, of who you wanted. By the way. I was going to pick you, Brent. Look at these two here. Come on, Ross. So you've got got super coach with the the, the little... uh, uh, what would you call him? You just pretty much just call him a pupil, um, <laughs> and and they're going to gang up on me. Ah, oh, come on, really? Yeah, he'll enough. deliberately get. If I go to him, he'll deliberately get. You're big well, enough. Well, Doug, enough. I was actually going to compromise it today but, because but I found what? out who puts the quiz together, and I'm quite close with him. I was going to put in the call and say, mate, I need some inside information, but I thought victory without integrity. To be honest, say. So, I'm oh, pretty comfortable. Okay. Because I've been, I've been double teamed my whole career. No, let's let's get into it. Bail. Let's get into it. Double yeah. teamed. All right. <laughs> Have you been paying attention this season? Grand final of the quiz. Port Adelaide recorded its worst ever start to a season with how many consecutive Ross, Ross. losses, Ross Ross? Five. Ross Ross doesn't even Go, need Rossi. to use. Bang. Which two coaches have been moved on from their Ross, positions? Ross. Leon Cameron and Ben Rutt. Duck, duck. Well, well, that is, that is correct. I'll accept that, David Noble. Yeah, David Noble. Yeah. Oh, if you're up the day, you go three. Hang on, was it three or? Oh, stop Read that whole two. Which two? He got all of them. Which two team rebranded themselves Ross, Ross. as uh, North Melbourne? Incorrect. Reading the question. Nam. During duck, duck. Oh. Melbourne. Melbourne. Well done, oh. Duck. It pays to wait and have some patience Sorry. sometimes. Sorry. Um, what member of our team has turned up? With a small pimple on his nose today. Uh, that would be. Is it Is it Jay Z? No. Ross Ross the yeah. duck. The little pimple. He won't, go, he he won't go out tonight. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'd go into the bathroom and fix that <laughs> a bit later. Though. Okay. Which interstate stadium hosted its first AFL game this season since 2016? Uh, it's in Alice Springs. No. No. All right. Keep reading the question. That was the full question. Which interstate stadium hosted its first AFL game since season 2016? Now it's bleeding. <laughs> it, it is, actually. Yeah. Okay. A core stadium. No one was going to get that one. Which Adelaide player kicked the goal after the siren to defeat Port duck, Adelaide? Duck. Dawson? Oh. What's his first name? Doesn't matter. Ross, Ross, He's Jordan. too worried about his pimple now. <laughs> 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 he really okay. put me off. <laughs> In round two, remember you got a lifeline as well. In round two, Lance Franklin achieved what? Ross, Ross. Oh. Joey. Oh. We kicked his thousand, thousand. Yes. Oh. You could have answered that. Saved your lifeline. Did you say round two? What's the score? Most, uh, it is 4-2 mm. in favour of Ross. The most goals kicked by an individual in a game this duck, season. Duck. This season? Ooh, I, I ooh, ooh, it might uh, be uh, ooh, Kennedy. Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy and? Oh. Uh, Larky. No. no. Tommy Lynch. Just Tom eight. Lynch. Cryptic mm. name game as we go 4-2. to two. You know I'm a defensive coach. I only look at the tackle. <laughs> current Geelong Cat. Whose surname can be defined only a short distance away or 
apart in a space Ross, or time. Ross. Joey. Brad Close. Brad Close <laughs> is correct. So Ross has used all these lifelines. That's all right. And <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not coming. You're not really going to use Joey for a lifeline. I would have thought. Come on, Doc. Okay. A former Richmond player whose surname would complete this sentence, it's blowing a... Duck, duck. Gale. Yes. Well done, Duck. It is five to three. I'll name a VFL, AFL player, past or present, and their football club. All they need is their playing number. Wayne Campbell. Duck, duck. Wayne Campbell. So he was at Richmond. Ross, Ross. It wasn't. It wasn't. Ross, Matt. Ross. You, Ross, Ross. I didn't say anything. You Three, at me. two, Ross, Ross. one. No, it Ross, was 11. <laughs> Nine. Nine is correct. Joey told me 11. I didn't tell you anything. You <laughs> wouldn't check. <laughs> He went eleven. You, okay, now Jay, gonna... now Jay is back. You've got two lifelines left with Jay. Okay, okay. okay. You, you, you happy yeah, with that pimple? You, that you, that your, your pimple was bleeding out the out of your nose. All right. Uh, okay, Jay, we'll get to your phone call sorry. in a minute. Mm-hmm. Ross Glendenning, North duck, Melbourne. Duck. Ross Glendenning at North Melbourne. Oh, I've got to know this. He's legend. Six. Uh, no, no. That's no. disrespectful. No, no. One North legend. Four, another. Four, four, four. You've already answered uh, it. I yeah. did not. Have it I stopped. I almost barracked for North as a kid. Number four. Number four. It is. I stopped. <laughs> you said six. You I said, said six. six. I had four. What was the grand final where you dribbled them all along the ground, though? Wayne. Oh. This, this could be like this. Stumbling in a granny. Wayne Wiedemann, Adelaide. Oh. Wiedemann, Adelaide. 33. That is correct. Oh, that's a good, that's a good get. get. I applaud that. Seven to four. Duck is down. Remember, you've still got Jay-Z. Yes. Ross Henshaw, North Melbourne. Oh, duck, duck. Oh, that's not confident. <laughs> Ross this Henshaw. is the guess. Yeah, it is, but I, oh, I get the feeling it's in the 30s too. Oh, I'm going to say 36. Ross, Ross. Oh, I, I just realised something. Uh, Wayne Campbell, Ross Glendinning, Wayne Wiedemann, Ross Henshaw. It's going Wayne Ross, Wayne Ross. 42. Uh, 34, close, Ross. Oh, I said 36. Wayne Johnston. Ross. 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 Seven. Oh, jeez. The dominator. Okay, so the next one will be a Ross. Ross Oakley, St Kilda. Duck, duck. Gee, that's hard. No. Uh, 37. (laughs) Wayne Harms, Carlton. Uh, Jay, Wayne Harms, Carlton. Come on, mate. 12. He, it wasn't 12. <laughs> it was not 12. I no. know, I know. I reckon. Single uh, figures? No. Uh, it wasn't four. He hit it. Uh, nine? I said. Nine. Oh, oh, duck. Wayne Harms wasn't nine. Uh, it's on the sheet as nine. No. You've got, and you've got a tick. Ken Hunter was nine. Yeah, he can't take it. Yeah. He ticked it. Well, it's it, got nine on the sheet, but he's not nine. Ross, Ross. Oh. 37. 37 is oh. correct, Ross. <laughs> I was a mad blue bagger. <laughs> Leroy, a bit, bit, bit quick on the buzzer back I there. Get, how did I? I just said. Kenny nine. Hunter's nine. Yeah, I know who he was. And <laughs> Seb Ross. Seb Ross, Kilda. Ross. Six. Oh, this is, this is unassailable. This is shellacking in a One, two, three, four, five, oh, six, seven, pi- eight, nine, ten to four. <laughs> the pimples sucked hey, him you, out. Yeah, it did. And you bombed out in the prelude. <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 the pimples, the pimple has thrown him. Is this unassailable? Yeah, Can I just uh, relax and sub myself this, out? You know what? This is like this is like ninety-eight or though. <laughs> Carlton and Collingwood have met in six grand finals. How many have Collingwood won? Ross, okay. Ross. Yes, Ross. One. That is correct. Wow. Back in nineteen ten. Nearest to the pin. This means you get to go, Duck. Oh, thanks. Severio Rocker sits fifth on Collingwood's all-time goal-kicking list. 
How many goals did he kick for the club before being traded to North Melbourne? You both get to go. Go, Ross. You're in front. That's fair. Losers always run second. Now you go, Ross. Oh. <laughs> how, ask the question again. I was just going to How, many, how, how many, many goals did Sav kick, kick for Collingwood? For Collingwood. Uh, His pimple has rocked me. <laughs> <laughs> Three, uh, 300. Yeah, no, it's more than that. 301. Yep, Duck gets it. It was 514. Oh. Yeah, I knew it was in the 500. But how many premierships? Before I went one more. How many <laughs> premierships to the great Ron Barassi coach? Duck, Duck. He coached eight. That's a lot. At Carlton. Oh. Ross Ross. <laughs> he coached uh, two. He did. Oh, who Certainly would have seen the twist in this quiz? Collingwood have had Never nine underestimate me. Brownlow medals in their history. Sorry, I missed that. Who? What? Collingwood. Collingwood. Name the three duck, magpies. Duck, duck. So you've got Peter Moore. Swanee. You've got Swanee and you've got Buckley. That's it. Back. Well done, duck. Okay, so who am I? So it's 11 to 6. No, oh, so You almost duck. need to get it from his date of birth. I was born on the 19th of July, 1964, and I played 259 games for one club. Duck, duck. Yep. 259 for one club. It was Scott Burns. Incorrect. <laughs> 1964. <laughs> no, Ross is the quiz champion. Good, Ross. I initially tried it for Fitzroy, but was rejected for being too slow. I'm a Brownlow medalist and a three-time Geelong Best and Fairest Team of the Century winner. I am... Paul Couch. It didn't oh. matter. It tuned Paul, out. It didn't. It didn't. Well, well done, Rusty. How do you feel? Amazing. You feel good? I just feel like a winner. You feel like Stephen Bradbury? Yes. Yeah. Well deserved. Well, actually, I feel like, you know, I let go of the result. I just focus on process. What's, what's weird about the win? Took the actually, feedback all year. I actually helped him get into the granny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What threw you was the pimple on your yeah, neck. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So what, that what, was the what, move. What sort of granny. phone calls were you taking out there, Jay-Z? Uh, just yeah, getting across uh, Essendon and what's happening uh, out there. Heard being appointed yet? how they will spin it. But, yeah, their external review will begin and there's Search for a coach will come from that once they sort of know what on earth they're looking now, for. Now, I want you to be honest. In the hour that we've been on air, had you noticed the big pimple on the end of Duck's nose? No, I had normally he's caught. No, it wasn't I a big pimple, clearly, but it's. Now you've picked it and it's bleeding. Yeah. It's yeah. Not... Hit your caravan next, Brad. It was one of the questions in the quiz, and I thought I'm... it just threw Duck a little bit, and all of a sudden he <laughs> was 11 4 down. <laughs> you, you know what? I pretty much had the whole box against me. No, oh, come on, Duck. Duck, but that's, you. that's your yeah. best back to the wall. Yeah. Jay-Z, you looking forward to your segment next. You've put a lot of work into this. Oh, I yep. can't wait. Hey, can I just make a speech? Yes. <laughs> On the quickly. back of the victory, I'd really like to thank my helpline, Joey, because without that complimentary team and your ability to get inside Duck's head with the pimple, <laughs> there, was no, there was no substitute for that. Now you can listen to Triple M Footy wherever you are and whatever you want. Listen to the roar. Just download the listener app and select Triple M. All right, a bit more Jay-Z with Hit Your Caravan. What? On Triple M Sunday Rub. Do it for a caravan. What? Caravan. We're hitching the caravan. For everything caravan and camping, get everything you need for your next caravanning, camping and four-wheel drive trip from all the most popular brands at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. 
Yes, uh, for our loyal Triple M listeners, it has certainly been a journey on uh, Hitch Your Caravan. And, uh, well, there's been lots of good stuff this year, and there's also been, you know, some uh, ordinary stuff. But we want to thank the good people at Everything Caravan and Camping. Brownie, it's fair to say, head over to everythingcaravancamping.com.au for your Father's Day present with uh, big discounts across your massive range of products. You can access thousands of products online at everythingcaravancamping.com.au to get yourself set up for your next outdoor adventure. Where are they located? They're online. Because I've spent so much money going to the snow over the course of this winter, Mm. Are they supplying us with stuff, or do we have to go out and buy it? Um, they're, ha- they're happy to support our camping adventures, yeah. uh, I'm pretty keen to take the kids camping. Yeah. Hey, so you want everything for free. Paul I'm actually I'm a, support. Have to go in there. I want to buy some stuff because yeah. I'm going to go camping. New Look, land. I want a massive discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, some breaking news, too. As we said off the top of the show, Jesus has massive. been a big uh, episode, hasn't it? Massive. Sam Walsh is out of the Slippers midfielder for Carlton. Oh. He will not play today in this finals door-die eliminator. Lockie O'Brien will come in and slot onto a wing. The sub is Jack Nunes, and for Collingwood, there is no change. Oliver Henry will be the sub. So, repeating the massive news, Brownie, Sam Walsh, the superstar midfielder, is out. Just quickly before we get to Hitch, what sort of impact does that have? So, the impact, uh, it was $1.90 each of two. Carlton now two ten. Collingwood $1.70. Is Hewitt in? No. No, no. Not not playing at all. Ross, Sam Walsh's impact? Oh, huge. Who covers the ground like him in the Carlton team? No one. No, 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 one. One. no one. He's an extraordinary runner. Right, so we've been working hard on, on this segment uh, the whole year, Joey. And it's fair to say we sort of got off to a bit of a slow start, <laughs> sort of bring a, a new segment. And, and what I expected was buy-in. You start a new season, Ross, you got your group in front of you. You basically say, boys, come with me. Right, let's all get on the same page. We're going to you know, really create and build something here. And, you know, yeah, we, we t- some days we were on. And then, and then some days we were off. In to, fairness, though, like yeah. you got, you know, you got a young list. I'm a developing media performer. <laughs> you got a part time. Dark, I can understand. I needed to buy in as a dominant media yeah. personality. Yeah. Myself, you just got to edge me up the rung. Well, we certainly tried. So, the feedback from the good people out there is, is this has been um, the the program's number one uh, segment, and I, I tend to agree with them on that. So, mm. by popular demand, have a listen to this. It is the best and worst. Of Hitching Caravan. This is Hitching the Caravan. The good, the bad, and the funky. That's the silliest oh. opinion you've ever had. Despite some confusion around the name of the segment, Joey, uh, might hitch my wagon or hitch the caravan. I'm going to hitch my wagon, caravan. I'm going to hitch uh, my wagon, caravan. <laughs> <laughs> there were some very strong caravans being hitched. Good, Joey. That's strong. Three little gems so far. Have been good. Very good. We hitched ourselves to future stars. Who am I hitching my caravan to? It is the De Koning brothers. I think he'll play senior footy back end of this year, and he'll be a star, Jai Cully. I'm on Ginevan today. Young. Morris Rioli Jr. And current ones. I'm hitching my caravan to Nat Fife, getting ready to put in one hell of a performance in September. Tex Walker, his game is as good as it's ever been. I'm hitching my wagon to Jordan to go. I think Melbourne for the next month should try playing Max Gorn more as a permanent forward. Jamie Elliott, he has got everything, that guy. He just needs a good run at it. Even some coaches got to look in. I'm hitching my wagon to Chris Scott to get it done again. Finals for the Cats. Finals? I was thinking Cats can win the flag still. I've seen enough from the Gold Coast to hitch my caravan to Stewie June. Mark Williams having a role at North Melbourne next year. Sadly, we can't always get them right. <laughs> I'm hitching my caravan to some of the young talent at North Melbourne. Shut up, oh. <laughs> As long-term hitches fail to deliver... I'm hitching it to Michael Voss. 
top four Michael Boss. <laughs> Tom Green at the GWS Giants. Not only is he a certainty to be a future Brownlow medalist, Brownie, he's a smoky for the Brownlow this year. Port Adelaide, they will play finals footy this oh, year. Oh, no. Well, you're not still going with that. And some barely made sense at the time. Ben Ronk to burst back into that Sydney side and reclaim his career. I've got more trust in your cryptocurrency than Ben Ronk. <laughs> Even the short-term predictions didn't always pan out. I'm hitching my wagon strongly to Adelaide today. Hawthorne's form, they lost their last four or five. So it's going to be a pretty big win for the Wolves. I'm hitching my caravan to the Gold Coast Suns today. I can't see how Essendon can win this game. Too little, too late here for the Suns. As the Bombers fans rejoice. So if footy's too hard to predict, maybe something more stable is the way to go. I'm hitching my <laughs> caravan to a, a cryptocurrency called Fetch. No, I'll hitch my wagon to Fetch. <laughs> Brownies pumped it. Or maybe not. It went bananas, yeah, right? It went up and then it came back. <laughs> Speaking of things, Brownie wants to bounce back. I'm trying to find positives in the Bombers because I think they're competing okay, the Bombers, mm. but they probably need to change the way they play. Um, <laughs> no, really? <laughs> You'd think you'd be able to hitch your caravan to an all-Australian captain. What do you got for us, Duck? Yeah, it's a very good... <laughs> and a veteran coach. Ross. <laughs> well, look. Oh, yeah, I've been round 18, you both. Every week we Preparation, you two. But it's hard to hitch to anything that doesn't want to go. I'm hitching my caravan <laughs> to shorter rubs so we don't have to have this... <laughs> Good montage. Very good, Jay-Z. That is, uh, we thank Matthew Haywood. He's brilliant. You want me to kick off today? We, we're rolling on one edge. I would love you to kick it off, Brent. Okay, so I watched the Kangaroos play yesterday, and obviously Elsa Clarkson's going there. But I saw a debutant who I think can play midfield for the Kangaroos on a regular basis yes. next year and make a difference, and his name is Josh Gota. Good. He had 21 disposals, and what I loved about him, his first kick, he got it at half back. He turned around. He saw Goldstein in the middle, and he bit off a 45-degree angle kick with his first kick ever in AFL football, and I liked it. He went on to 21 disposals yesterday, four score involvements. I spoke to Anthony Rocker this morning, and I said, where's he been? Why hasn't he played? Because he played really well yesterday. Looks like he belongs. He said uh, he probably hasn't been able to defend as a midfielder yet. We're teaching him to defend. And I yeah, said, well, that's pretty own. much every midfielder in the AFL. <laughs> Nobody defends when they're getting the football. So I think he can play because he can kick the footy. So look out for Josh Gota next year. Has he been watching the rest of the team for the whole year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they haven't been defending well all year. <laughs> the whole team. I didn't ask him that, Doug. He's, he's in a mischievous mood. I found that astounding. I'm going to go. I'm going to hitch my caravan to a change of captaincy at the Brisbane Lions after a tumultuous 24 hours. It's been a big news story, Joey, with Dane Zorko giving off uh, some lip uh, to Melbourne's Harrison Petty. We saw him in tears um, the other night, visibly upset and supported by his teammates. I think there was a bit of banter just generally out on the field last night uh, on Friday night. Duck might have been going a little bit both ways, but clearly Dane Zorko overstepped the, the line. And when you take a straw poll around the league, you make a few calls. You hear that Zorko is pretty, pretty chirpy and has potentially done this on, on a few occasions uh, before. So he's got some feedback from the football club. And I think we'll see the Brisbane Lions just hand the Who's the natural there. replacement? Who's the li- That's an interesting one. Who is the likely replacement? I think there's two... Um, the two op- ne- next best options are Harris Andrews, who, to be honest, hasn't had a great year, and then Lockie Neal, who looks set Lock- to win his second Brownlow medal this year. Could Lockie Neal captain a football club, Rob? Yeah, 100%. Mm. 
There you go. He'd be a strong contender, Lockie Neal, to take over from Dane Zorko. That was a strong endorsement, Ross. I like that. Mm. Straight up, yes, 100%. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Lockie Neal for the do you captain. Want, do you want reasons? I don't no, want to no, I was going to say, do you, is that a... That's oh, we're not doubting you. Not, a real, not no. a real puzzle, is it? The bloke, the bloke's <laughs> yeah. professional. He's the clear he goes about it. He's a gun footballer. Yeah. So, well, you don't think he does, Brownie. You said yesterday you don't think he is the man. Well, I, I just think Lockie Neal, and I don't know him as intimately as Ross, but um, let him focus on his football. Uh, I think he's such a great ball winner. Having the captaincy on top of that, that's the only thing I, I, I think of. I think but, he's someone that likes the mantle. Yeah. Yep. I think he'll embrace it. I think the spotlight he he doesn't shy away from, and and he performs. He's their best performer, isn't he? He's their yeah. best player, best great player preparer. I think. Well, he's now six... he's made his decision. I'm in for the whole journey, and that was he... part of that decision. I was worried about. There's been talk about Lockie Neal wanting to. Yeah, go and home. that wasn't a reflection on the footy club. That was a reflection on his personal circumstance with his family. I'll go next. Hitch my caravan mm-hmm. because I want to hitch my caravan to. To believing in the, the true Aussie values, Stark. You want to believe in the true Aussie values in this world. So, we, you know, give everyone a fair go. Um, you know, you want to uh, – t- don't take yourself too seriously. And the other one you really want to do is you want to pay your bets. If you have a bet with mates, mm-hmm. you've, oh. got to, you've got to pay up. Mm-hmm. Take a listen. I'll have a bottle of red with you, Essendon and Gold Coast today. I think the Bombers are a massive chance. Uh, I'll take <laughs> a bottle of red on that with you. Now, what sort of red are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, not, not too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bottle of red with Ross and a bottle of red no, with Brent. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, put your money where your mouth For is. both of you? Yes. Yeah. All right, Aaron's not yeah. listening. Right, done. Are yeah. you Aaron? Two bottles of red, one yeah. each. Essendon only ended up winning that game by eight goals, Jay-Z. <laughs> eight goals, and that was six weeks ago, so, that bet, and I have not seen Brownie or Ross Actually, rock up with a bottle of red. you are absolutely correct. I, I apologize, Joey. So we'll get you that. We'll get, I'll get you some uh, some oh, Hugo. Uh, some, well, you didn't Hugo. get that bottle of Machuse. No. Nope. I had delivered. No. Nope. In their defence, you're not allowed to bring, uh, not allowed bring alcohol into the MCG. <laughs> Thanks, Duck. You're not allowed to take it to Fiji with your family holiday with Billy. Hey, Brandy. Should we get that one? No, what's going on? Ross doesn't know. He's going to Fiji for a family holiday with Bill. With Bill. And what, it's true. What? And what Billy doesn't know yet is Aaron and I want to have a few romantic nights out together, so Billy's going to babysit my kids when I go <laughs> I out. Know so why too. I'm looking forward to so that. So you're a matchmaker. Yes, Aaron played matchmaker. He's going to make you look good on the towel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get to a, hey, we're going to head to a break because I'm going to give you some time. Oh, to think about I yours. know, Mike. Give you some time to think about yeah. yours. Triple M rocks footy. That's enormous. Carlton Collingwood, not far away. Tick over 35 minutes until we'll be playing football at the MCG for McDonald's Room Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. We're at the moment, we're doing Hitch Your Caravan over two segments as the sponsored segment, Everything Caravan and Camping. Jay, I've just been on their website. I've been looking at the Dometic Stradbroke 6TC Air Inflatable Tent. I like the fact that it's inflatable. It just goes up oh, quite comfortably. Like I've got four How kids. Much? So $2,370.60. Duck. So okay. it's quite an expensive one, but uh, <laughs> with a nice discount, as get, you were saying. Get me a couple of those. Okay. Yeah. I'll get that for you, Duck. All right. Right, so I've given you time, Ross and Duck, to come up with your Hitcher Caravan. What have you got for the last Hitcher Caravan of the year? Do you want to go first or me, Ross? I'll well, go, I'll no, go no, first. I'm ready. I am ready. I, I wouldn't say it's – you go first. I'll go first. I, I'm hitching my caravan to uh, honesty amongst uh, this group. So, you know, you told me I had a pimple on my nose, albeit, albeit, <laughs> albeit it was about an hour too late. Ooh. You should have told me right at the start of the day. Or, did it, or did it grow as the day's gone? Oh, it got big. Duck, <laughs> you know, there's been the Adelaide camp, there's – 
Some of these honesty sessions so, can go south. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm hitching my trailer. <laughs> oh, you are kidding me. Oh, sorry. I'm you are terrible. kidding me. Um, Wagon is to, to, to courage amongst us. And there's one man that's brought more courage, I reckon, this year than anyone else. And it goes back, and he, he's always had it. He had it as a player. He had it as a coach. Well, and that, he, and hang he, on, that narrows it down. And, and he, yeah, and he, <laughs> and he even had it. Why as, didn't anyone look down the front row? <laughs> And he had it as an assistant coach, even. <laughs> Just let's have a listen to one of the greatest captains the game has ever seen, Sticks Kernahan, talk about, uh, well, Ross's courage back when he was an assistant coach. He cracked the shits when he got the arse at 39, which yeah. is unbelievable. I think Dennis, <laughs> oh, no. Dennis had to get Rossi, Dennis Pagan got Rossi Lyon. Yep. Dennis didn't want to do it, he didn't oh. want to kill Bambi, as he put it. Yep. <laughs> and he got uh, Ross Lyon to do it. So wow. there you go. So way back when Ross was an assistant and uh, Dennis first got to the club, he wouldn't have had great relationships. Ross obviously knew Craig. So Dennis has just said to Ross, can you just pass on to Brattles? Just give Greg Bradley Greg, the Bra- ass. Craig Bradley. He said, uh, clean your boots out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> clean your boots Brattles. out of your locker, son. And, Come here, son. And, you, uh, so do you remember that, Ross? No. And you know what? You talk about dumb courage with players. Well, that was clearly what it was <laughs> as an assistant. Dennis put me on the plank. So all year, Ross has come with some, you know, really strong stuff. He's given us a lot. So I'm hitching my caravan to Ross, following on with that next year and growing that and just being bigger and better for the, the Sunday well, run. Thank you, Doug. So I'm hitching my caravan. Nothing like someone affirming possibility in you. And that's what you've got to do as a coach yep. often to your young players. And that's what you've done. So and I you're honest today as well about the St Kilda yeah. uh, when you walked out and the fact that you've told us stuff today that you've never told anybody. Yep. Yeah, I wish I could walk all that back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? When you don't care anymore. You right? any... it's not, there was nothing nasty there for anybody. No. It was just... Have you had oh, any texts? Just honesty? Uh, oh, no, ABL lawyers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Right. Thank you for the feedback. I was going to start with us, really, like yep. uh, Hitch My Caravan. I finally got that right. Because when – and I will. I'll actually stick with this, I was saying, internal. Because, you know, like as a, I was nervous the first few years on Triple M, but you come in and Howie, fair to say, is an A grade, I mean, within the industry, mm-hmm. and really got promoted and left. When the call came through and said, I'm leaving the Sunday rub, I was like, oh, we've lost our main man to someone. And he gave me feedback. He nursed me through and – and then and the boy said, uh, it's going to be Brownie, right? And I thought, oh, well, Brownie's a really big media operator, but to host is a different thing, the yep. work that gets put in. Mm. And I thought, how will we go? Well, we've, we've found Blue Sky. We've gone the number one in the ratings, and we've blossomed. So kicked. I'm hitching my wagon to our <laughs> to, to host, <laughs> host Brownie, becoming the A-grader that Howie is, and... He's always aspired to how he's bucks, and I think he'll get him in like the end. It. I like yes. it. Come a bit well, too much of a love of, fest. Just, just, <laughs> speak, <laughs> just speaking of Howie, so he's uh, got the job of interviewing Shaquille O'Neal in a oh. big ESPN special when he comes out, and he was very excited about it. And I'm hearing north of six figures that he gets paid for this one. But oh. that, so that goes through your former manager, Ned, as well. But I'm led to believe that Howie wasn't the first choice, and uh, somebody else had to knock it back first before Howie got it, and that man hmm. was Howie. Hamish McLaughlin. Oh, wow. that's a probably right decision, yeah. right? Why did Hamish <laughs> knock it back? Uh, because it's on Wait. ESPN and as pay per view, and it would have conflicted with Channel Seven, where Howie's on Fox, so it didn't have any confliction. Would you? So, would uh, you take it still, or would you let your ego get in the well, way? Well, I think for Howie, you. over a hundred grand, you'd take. It. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hundred thousand reasons. Yeah. Why, why would why they pay the interviewer a hundred thousand? Oh, duck! That sounds ridiculous. 
Because well, some of us have got to prepare, mate. What, what, what to ask him? Shaquille O'Neal is one of the biggest stars. In the yeah, world. yeah, yeah. But still earns fifty million dollars a year mate, just, outside of basketball. Do it we just get him so down the little Maros, get him on a few drinks, loosen him up a Ducks little bit. Ducks mates will be down there. Yeah. <laughs> still on dumplings, duck. They're still in chips. <laughs> <laughs> just, just back to Rossi's Hitchy's caravan. Yeah. We don't usually do this, but. I'm not so sure, Rossi, about Nathan Brown and his uh, prowess. Let's just take a listen yeah. to some of his oh. some of his best bits of this year. <laughs> oh. Choice hotels around the ground need a brick, book direct and save. Bob Jean, team master, go after you buy three, get one free, plus is to cash back on top tire brands. 132625 or in online today, au. It's not the Triple M Foxtel scoreboard, 4K H Ultra D. Time for Triple M Red Z Triple M Red Z lending stat. <laughs> Mm. Well, Duck did give me the feedback that I was trying to do that I did, a, 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 a couple of weeks ago. Can, can I back over it? Can I back over that? That's been good. Thank you very much to Everything Caravan and Camping. They've yep. been a great sponsor for the last three weeks, and yep. I think they've had more mentions than anybody yes. else. Choice Hotels around the grounds. Book direct and save. Oh. Choice Hotels. Yes, very compelling game down there in Launceston. There's Sam Darcy. I think he's lining up for his third goal for the Bulldogs. He's playing forward today and been outstanding. Western Bulldogs currently lead that game over Hawthorne by three points, 16 minutes remaining in the third quarter, Browning. All right, what other news have we got, Jay-Z? Because yes. uh, it's 2.42, the yep. game is about to start in 38 minutes. Yeah, and recapping that massive news earlier, Sam Walsh is a late out. The superstar midfielder, Lockie O'Brien, comes in for him and will slot on to a wing in this massive clash against Collingwood. Hey, there was an ugly situation down in the boundary line behind the North Melbourne bench in yesterday's game between North Melbourne and uh, Gold Coast. I'd recommend you go back and watch it on the um, sort of name of game highlight. Tape there, so it wasn't a lot to it to be honest. Or the, but, li- or the listener app, or the listener app, yeah. it probably you know wasn't wasn't outstanding. But um, it, there was an interesting situation where there, there was a North Melbourne fan. I'm not sure if he'd had a few drinks or not, but he was probably um, saying a few things which he would like to take back. Just generally speaking, just some expletives, which um, the fans around him gave him some feedback on. So he's making a bit of a deal of himself. Anyway, as Jason Horn Francis came to the bench, this fan gave him a mouthful. And it was clear that Jason Horn Francis heard it and did not like the feedback he got. Fast forward 15 minutes when Jason Horn Francis is coming back off for another stint. So he's gone back on the field at this stage and then coming off. Now, 10 minutes before he gets to the, uh, 10 meters before he gets to the boundary line, he points out that fan and has a big crack back. So Jason Horn Francis has returned serve uh, at the fan. At that point, um, the fan goes back at him. The police are called and he's told to calm down and um, there was no more interaction. But I think there's two things in this. One, one I think, as a general um, supporter base and fans, we've got to show a bit of respect, don't we, Brownie? Like, it's okay to go to the footy and, you know, have a bit of banter or whatever, but when you're making sort of direct insults and you're swearing around kids, I think that is overstepping the mark when you're having a go at a, a first-year player, whether he's the number one pick or not. I just thought that was uh, really a really unsafe. On a, on a great day for North Melbourne, a great weekend for North Melbourne, it was really unsavoury. If you're swearing around kids, you should be kicked out straight away. So, uh, And I, I find that most people who go to the football, 99% of them behave really well. There's always 1% and he always seems to sit behind you when you go to the football, that, that really loud person. But it, most of the time it's alcohol involved. So I've, I've never seen a straight person act ridiculously out of control at the football unless they've had a couple of beers. Yeah, there's, you get some dingbats. They're everywhere, Duck. Yeah. The biggest names, the biggest games. Two goals gone through the protective area. Yeah. <laughs> Triple M rocks footy.
Welcome back to the MCG for the gem. We are rocking football today. Carlton up against Collingwood, but one club that nobody wants to play at the moment is the Richmond Football Club, and a big reason for that is Nick Vloston. He joins us on the Sunday rub. Nick, a really good win last night, and you put the medal down in the second half. Hey, boys. Yeah, it was a good win in the end. Um, weren't too sure what was going to happen after the week that Essendon had, but um, yeah, it was a good, good second half. Mate, nobody thought you were going to play the week before. I mean, you got that massive knock to your ribs. Do you, did, you, did you need any sort of pain, I guess, assistance to get out there? Because it's an amazing effort to get out there and play footy. Yeah, I had a fair bit of assistance. Uh, big Charlie, he managed to break a rib. So um, it was pretty sore all week. And Doc just kept saying, oh, mate, it's only pain. You're not going to make it any worse. So <laughs> when he was saying that. It's half of that knee, also, Nick, that's for sure. Yeah, young Hugo Ralph-Smith, he broke a couple of ribs earlier in the year and I got pretty stuck into him because he missed a couple of weeks. So <laughs> he broke about four or five and I kept saying, oh, you're a private schooler, you're soft and all that crap. And then when I went down with one broken rib, I was like, oh, shit, I better play here. But, uh, How good, yeah, sir? How good, It's sir? feeling pretty good now, so it's a bit of painkillers and a good guard on it, so it's all good. Yeah, Brownie knew you had the injection. He was just trying to get it out of you, but uh, mate, great courage to play. Hey, speaking of injuries, uh, and the man who I reckon he's the most informed player in the competition over the last month, Tom Lynch. He was dominant again last night. Have you got any word on how he's pulled up? Because, boy, he's going to be important for you blokes in September. Uh, I've got no idea, but I assume he'll be right. He's probably had too many kicks the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> even if he was on one groin, I reckon they'd probably roll him out anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think he'll be right. He's been good, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been dominating. All right, Joe, we'll affirm your judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, he didn't answer the question, Rossi. I was just like, how good's he been from the other end of the field? Yeah, Joe, he's been good. He's been good. Yeah, he's been a superstar. He's clunking them now, and he's finally getting a few free kicks from the umpires too, so that always helps. um, Well, there's a tip. This isn't a question, Nick, but he did say last night uh, on Channel 7, he said that there was no incident. So it just got sore as the game went on, and that's why he came off. So well, he's getting more, too many kicks. More precautionary, they said. But I, I want to talk about uh, young Cumberland because we yep. we had a chat to him. Uh, you've you've found one there. <laughs> he's an absolute beauty. But we found out last night, Joey, he has not got a clue. He d- he didn't even know any of the Richmond <laughs> players before he got there. He doesn't know any history of the game. So did he know you? Not even no. you. <laughs> not even you. That's <laughs> why we're talking so, about so it. So I let him. Uh, I let him know. But I gave him a, a, some stats before he went off. No, no I didn't. But, I said, please tell me you at least knew who Dusty Martin was. And he said, oh, yeah, heard of Dusty just a little bit. So he sounds like a bit of a different kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. Uh, he's from the Sunshine Coast. And when they're from up there, they're always a little bit different. But, uh, <laughs> no, he's a good kid. Like, he just competes. And um, he's, he came from a fair way back, to be honest. Like, his professionalism and stuff at the start was probably the thing that he questioned. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's just learned along the way and put in the work. And now... Um, he's playing games and kicking goals. So well, just on the professionalism, he accepted Duck's invite to Lamaro's tonight after our last show. <laughs> Duck, Duck was going to fill him in about his career. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, that's it. Hey, uh, Nick, one of the moments of the season last night when Michael Hurley in his final game, the Red and Black, kicks the goal, not only do his Bomber teammates go to him, but all the Richmond players go to him. You know, a slap on the backside, a ruffle of the hair. It was one of the feel-good moments, I reckon, for the past couple of years. Can you take us inside that moment, the respect shown and how how you felt for uh, this Essendon uh, great. Yeah, I was actually on the bench, so I couldn't get around him. I probably would have tried to get in his ear, telling him not to miss it and all that, try and sledge him a little bit. But, um, yeah, every dealing I've had with Mick Hurley, he's a, just a genuine um, genuine person, very good bloke. We've got the same manager in Paul Connors, so I've had a couple couple of dealings with him. And every time, I can't speak highly enough of him. So, um, And then looking what he's been through the last couple of years with his hip and all that, like we don't know the ins and outs, but um seems pretty horrific what he's had to go through. So... 
Um, it was pretty special. Um, also helps like last game of the year. Um, we were pretty comfortably in front as well. So we kind of could show that respect without probably <laughs> getting a knock on us the other way if the game was in the balance. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty good game. Now, Nick, the Tigers game's in good order. I think attack two, but just just the back six. You obviously lost Jaden Short goes in the midfield, and I was going to ask you if you got an inkling to get back in there as a, you were a young mid once. But um, <laughs> Noah Bolter's gone back there. Baker's gone back. Had is that been important? That stability, your back six getting back together, and obviously you know you've been a bit interrupted. Do you feel because defensively that was your real DNA, and you know if you get that in order, you can just have everything to strike in the finals. Yeah, I think so. Over the last couple of years, we really haven't changed at all. Um, and then this year, we, yeah, we did lose short in the midfield and Bolter was having a bit of time up forward and stuff like that. And then Tarrant comes in, Rioli's playing halfback as well. So there has been a lot of change this year. Um, and then Grimes going down as well um, doesn't help. But I think, yeah, the last three or four weeks, we've got our like contest game pretty good down back. Um, and then our setup on behind the attack and stuff like that, we're all working pretty well together and kind of, um, getting on the same page, which is good. So, yeah, hopefully it continues to build. And, um, yeah, we can back six win premierships. So hopefully um, <laughs> we, we can help the boys do that. So well, It makes it easy when you've got a little fella, Morris Rioli, putting pressure in the forward half. So then uh, the yeah. delivery's not uh, not great coming down the um, the <laughs> other end. He He's an absolute uh, beauty, isn't he? And I, I think it might have been you guys, Joey, that put up a stat about him being the number one uh, points for turnovers in the competition in the games wow, we've played, which is quite quite incredible. But uh, he's just exciting to watch. Yeah, anytime he goes near the ball, the crowd kind of gets up and about. But um, like even in preseason, when you're doing like little handball games that are like walking pace, he's still like zinging around, getting his hand in everywhere. He's like so annoying to play those little games against, just because he like <laughs> pressure. He just builds his game on pressure, and he just tries so hard. So even when you're probably doing just a little shitty handball drill and it's more about the hands he's yeah still just zinging around and making it hard for you so it's kind of no surprise that he gets it in the game as well and um yeah that has been in the media a fair bit and the richmond did a highlight video of it the other week and yeah it's super 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 for us backs um seeing that up the field makes it a lot easier for us speaking of three-time premiership star richmond defender nick vluston uh, nick you spoke about dylan grimes how far away is he could he play first week of the finals when do you expect him back uh, he's only been to the club once since he's had his surgery, so I think he's pretty highly in doubt for next week. He, um, I think the wound's pretty big on the back of his leg, so he can't really sit down um, until that heals properly. So, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't want to rule him out or anything. But, um, so he's yeah, cooked, I, basically, yeah? Yeah, he's I think cooked. so. <laughs> well, those tendon ops, 12 weeks minimum. But the one man who will be back, we believe, is Dusty. I mean, how exciting is that going to be? I know that you spoke about Noah Cumberland. Is Noah just going to make way in that forward line for Dusty to slot in? I don't know. They're pretty good contest players, the both of them. So having both of them down there would be pretty special. But I don't know who goes out. So it'll be interesting um, at the selection table. But yeah, I think Dusty's a fair chance um, first final, which is exciting. Um, his training's really ramped up last week. So fingers crossed. And Nick, Mark Williams is still saying that he set up you with your wife in the surf <laughs> down at Torquay. Can you once and for all just clear up whether Choco Williams was the matchmaker for your marriage? Yeah, well, we're not married at all, but <laughs> long term. <laughs> Partnership. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was Choco. He dragged all us development boys down there, and um, she was actually the surf instructor. And us being boys, we gave her nothing, just having fun by ourselves, and Choco forced me to go up and talk to her, and it all blossomed from there. So, yeah, yeah, it was Choco. <laughs> Before we let you go, Nick, you understand the equation today, don't you, this game that's about to kick off shortly. If the Blues win, you'll be playing the Pies in an elimination final at the MCG. But oh. if Collingwood win, 
You'll be going up to the Gabba to play Brisbane. I know you're not going to tell us you've got a preference, but surely you'd love to play the Pies first final. Uh, it would be a pretty big game um, down in Melbourne. The weather's getting better. The fans coming out. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. Whoever we get. So. I think they'd rather, wouldn't they rather play Brisbane up there the way they're going at the moment? Why would you want to go to Brisbane to play? That's ridiculous. Go off your home ground. Yeah. <laughs> play here at the MCG. They've smacked them, them here. You see them the other night? In front of 100,000 people you here with the, all your adoring <laughs> fans. On, you, think, you think the Lions? Your adoring fans are 100,000. No, I'm, I'm I don't think the Tigers uh, fear anyone. thing you've said in a while. Now, Jaden yeah. Short on the Sunday footy show this morning said he wants to play Collingwood. 95,000 at the MCG. Correct. Nick, good luck. Four premierships. It seems pretty selfish for me if you win four, but uh, good luck to you and the Richmond Footy Club. Cheers. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Good luck. What a superstar he has been. We're going to head to a break. Up after the break, we're not far away from this one. How good is the weather? MCG, 95,000. Just take the uh, earphones off whenever you feel like Ross. <laughs> they're, they're still live. That's all banging. Nobody fell over in the back row. It's just Ross taking his, uh, his goggles off in the back. Shut up. The foot is on Triple M. Triple M rocks footy.